Hello, Hello everyone. everyone. Welcome to the So What Now podcast, where we literally tell you what now. Hey everyone, thank you for joining us for our third episode of So What Now. Um, I hope you've been having a good week. Yeah, um, today we're going to be talking about eight ways to boost your mental health. Um, so we can get it started. Alrighty, so number one is going to be find friends, which I think is so, so important because it's very important in every aspect of life just to have a good community that can support you, especially when um, your mental health is on the rocks, I would say. Yeah, I think uh, having that sense of community around you also can help you be accountable when it comes to like you deciding that, okay, today from here on out, I'm going to get off social media or I'm going to, you know, like make a change here in life, they can keep you accountable when it comes to like things like that, especially if you talk to them and kind of vent to them about it. I feel like that would help a lot. Yeah. And I feel maybe just for the majority of people, their community isn't usually online on social media. So if you get off social media, you're missing, I guess, social things or like cultural kind of things but you're not missing the people that actually care about you yeah and I feel like FaceTime can only do so much Mm -hmm. like if you don't have face-to-face communication I feel like it's not as helpful as it would be if you went to go get dinner or if you set up a lunch date or things like that yeah I could be laying in bed for two days and answer a FaceTime but nobody would know I was in bed for two days right you know so it's always good just to get up get out and get some sun on your skin. I always don't like going outside, even though I played softball. But like now I don't, because I work remotely, I'm just like, let me stay inside. But once I step outside, I'm like, oh my gosh, like this is nice. Like the sun's hitting my skin. Like it's warm, well, hot because we're in Texas. But you know, like it's always better once you actually do it. Yeah. And I try to at least, I know yesterday I got at the house, I got at the house at like 10 a.m. and it was it wasn't too bad like it, you know how like in Texas usually like the past few weeks has been like just like you go outside and it's like dang it's so hot yeah but yesterday it was like really really nice so I was like okay well maybe today will be a good day and I'll get some you know yeah good sun that I need it's, yeah it's important I think we used to do like we tried <laughs> we tried to do one dinner date yeah a, a month. month and now we see each other like yeah. Every other week, probably. Yeah. But to do the podcast. Yeah, to do the podcast. But before, um, we would just try to do it at least once a month, find somewhere in the middle and just sit, talk, and catch each other up on our crazy lives. Yeah. So it's really important. Yeah, we live about an hour away from each other. So um, finding that middle point Mm -hmm. also helps to, like, make sure you have a friend that will, like... What's the word I'm talking about? Meet you in the middle? Yeah, meet you in the middle. Meet you at the halfway point. Yeah. Yeah, I feel like that helps a lot, honestly. So number two is going to be stay active. So I guess this pertains more to like outside of your sport, um, finding things that you like to do outside that doesn't like isn't attached to your sport. So like softball, baseball, soccer like if you can find something yeah yeah, if you can find something outside of that like maybe you like going on hikes or you like going on long walks I feel like um for me long walks really help me just because 
I get to like pray and just like talk to myself and, you know, like just, it kind of gives me some time to myself to kind of just relax and wind down. Yeah. For me, when I was in my sport, I really didn't have anything that I liked to do outside of my sport. So my kind of like go-to was like to go to the batting cages by myself. So maybe it was still softball, but it was like kind of like my place of solace where I could just hit and just nobody, no criticism, no questions, no talking, just me, music, and a bucket of balls, you know? Yeah. And also, I feel like um, even now, like, because in college, I would go for runs. And I think going for runs really helped me because whenever I would be upset or like just honestly more about it was more of like me being upset I would go out for a run and like I would come back and I'd be refreshed like okay I'm glad I did that because mm-hmm. it would kind of help me release steam so that's kind of trended transitioned over to like me staying active once I graduated and like was done with my sport because I've already had that instilled in me to like okay we'll go for a run if you feel this way or and then that kind of kind of that kind of builds from <laughs> uh like what I had going on in college. So going for the long walks, I feel like has helped me a lot, honestly. It's a it's a gateway for me. That's crazy how opposite we are because I hate running when I'm upset. Like that just gives me PTSD from like, oh, you messed up, get on the line, you know? And then I'm like even more angry. Yeah. <laughs> so I can't even do that. Like I've been trying to do this thing I saw on TikTok it's called like a hot girl walk. Mm-hmm. And I get my little hydro flask and I get some little cute workout clothes on. And I just walk yeah. and kind of like strut, you know, and it just feels good. Have your hot girl playlist in there. And it, I don't know. It gives you a certain like, yeah, yeah, like I'm doing something, you know. So that's what I've been trying to do. And just like observing nature, I guess. Yeah. And also, I mean, it also is a good workout to like, yes, all of these benefits are happening. Like you're clearing your mind, you're, mm-hmm. you know doing all these things but also it's active recovery so that kind of helps as well it's like I feel like it's a two-for-one deal kind of what is active recovery so active recovery is basically like doing yoga mm. it's not as like harsh demanding yeah, yeah demanding like demanding like you don't have to lift a whole bunch of weights like active recovery is just like a lice like a 30-minute walk or it's not it's not like a crazy workout but you're still kind of doing getting a sweat on mm, okay yeah interesting yeah that kind of helps um the third one would be find a relaxation practice you like to do so like i just said um yoga helps a lot helps you with your breathing it helps you kind of calm down relax mm-hmm. um kind of helps you out throughout the week i know when i was in high school actually we used to do with my trainer yoga wednesdays oh yeah yeah, so I kind of tried doing that in college, but I mean, it was, I would try and wake up early and it, it was just not, you know, the same, but it was still like very difficult. Yeah. It, it was difficult for me. Yoga is really hard. Like I tried it once when I was in high school and the next day I woke up like so pained up. I was like, what the yeah. heck? I was like, because you're stretching was... your entire body. Like, yeah, but I didn't even like think of it like that. I was like, this is supposed to be relaxing and like. And it was relaxing during, but then after I was like, absolutely not. Yeah. Never again. I feel like it's still a good, like a 
I still, I feel like it still reduces overall levels of stress when it comes to like Mental. deep breathe, deep breathing mm-hmm. and like, you know, things like that, stretching out your body. Yeah. Um, so that's another one that I feel like is important just because um, you kind of zen out, I feel. Yeah, definitely. Like, kind of like I try to do meditation. I'm not very good at sitting here and like being still. That's very hard for me. Honestly, me too. Like, yeah. I feel like it's so hard. Like, I don't like closing my eyes. So I'm like, what's happening around me? Even though I'm like yeah. totally alone. But like when I go on my hot girl walks, I try to do like, I don't know if this is a thing, but like meditation while doing things. So like as I'm walking, instead of just being like, oh, okay, let me sing song to my music or like dance or something. I'm like trying to be aware and trying to just be grateful for the opportunity. Like I'll pray like while I'm walking, Mm -hmm. I'll be like, you know, thank you God for this opportunity to, you know, be out here. Thank you for the opportunities I had today. Like what can I reflect on that's gonna uplift me, you know? Cause Mm -hmm. I'm doing at that point, I'm doing more than one thing to help myself and help my mental. Yeah, for sure. Number four is going to be find a hobby. Yay, find a hobby. I'm still trying to do this. Honestly, same. <laughs> yeah. Uh, like, this is a hard one. Yeah, but for me too. I'm sure once we find it, it's going to be like, oh my gosh, this is great. I can't believe I did this. Yeah, but. Because I feel like there's so much pressure to find a hobby. Yeah. Honestly, because on TikTok, everyone finds a hobby and then they turn it into a business and then they, they're making they're all this kind of money. Figures, and I'm like, like okay, bro, dang. Oh I just want to know how to knit. Literally. literally. But I've I tried like um reading a book like I tried reading books it's kind of hard like I said it's hard for me to sit down and like I don't know it's hard for me to read because I'll be like dang I'm reading so slow why am I I still have 10 more pages in this chapter like I'm laughing because remember when on your birthday we went to the bookstore and we like bought all those books no for real we have like a stack of books we were like let's have a book club and me and Bree bought the same book and I don't even think we've read them we bought multiple same books and we have not well I started one but I'd read it like once a week maybe there's um I normally so Daniel has practice um at like a track so whenever I go I'll sometimes go with him and practice so mm-hmm. I'll like get a walk in or like you know do something actively there mm-hmm. just so I'm not just sitting there for freaking four hours <laughs> um but um I started like reading my books mm-hmm. while I walked and it seems kind of like at first it seems kind of hard because you're like you can't even look at the track but like in your peripherals you can see the lines outlined mm-hmm. on each lane so that's how I kind of stay on like on course if that makes sense I feel like I would literally that's fall what, out that's what shirt. I thought too but I it kind of worked out and I've been reading the same book so like I'll go to Daniel's practice like every other week mm-hmm. and I'll be reading the same book. Like, it's just a matter of like, I don't ever read the book outside of when I go with, go to his practice. Okay. Got you. Got but you. it's a good book. I just, I don't know. I feel like I just can't stand there. I can't sit there. I have to be doing that. I have to be walking and reading. Hmm. That's interesting. I've never heard that, but yeah. if it works, it works. Yeah. I want to try. I have so many hobbies. Well, okay, I have so many hobbies, but I never stick to them. Like, I like drawing. Mm -hmm. I get bored of it. I like writing. I get bored of it. Like, there's things I know how to do. It's just, like, nothing that catches my attention. And I feel like that's really important 
Yeah, but I'm a hip hopper. Like I hop from one thing to the other. So I have a cricket, so that kind of helps me. Ooh. Like literally, time will fly by. Like I'll be working on a project, and I'll start. Let's say like one, and by the end of the project, it'll be like five o'clock, and I'll be like, "Dang, mm. so much time has passed. Like what mm. the heck?" And I won't even like realize it. So I feel like that would be a good hobby for me, um, just because like. I enjoy doing it, honestly, but I only, it takes so much for me to do something. Like, I'll think about it and I'll be like, I want to just lay here and, yes. you know? Yes, literally. But when I get started on, like, doing the cricket stuff, I'm just, like, it's just on and popping, you That's know? like the going outside. Like, it's always like, oh, I have to get up. But then you get outside, it's like, oh, my oh, gosh, Yeah, it's a good day. Like, yeah. Wow. Yeah. It's hard, but I think it's worth it. Yeah, I for sure. It's worth it. So moving on to number five, um, we have eat well. So I know this is a big topic that I feel like is a lot. It's controversial to me, honestly. Yeah. Because yeah. I feel like a lot of people say some things are bad and then they're not. And then like we don't actually have the right nutritional facts when it comes to food. Yeah, I agree. I feel like probably people in other countries. Uh, what's that one country that watched our podcast? Netherlands. Shout out Netherlands and Portugal. (laughs) But like our food styles and food products are very like, I think they call it westernized. Like there are so many countries that eat noodles for breakfast and rice for breakfast and they're in no way unhealthy. But here it's like taught that eating noodles for breakfast, like what are you doing, girl? Like you're crazy. But culturally like it's not unhealthy and it's not something that should be looked down upon it's just we eat kind of weird compared to everyone else I think yeah and also I had read this thing this tweet on Twitter that said I saw you liked it yeah um this tweet on Twitter that said um that European like there was a woman from the year from Europe and she had gained 30 pounds when she moved to um America and then she went back to Europe and completely lost whatever she had gained here just because the food is so different yeah like without even changing her eating habits like she ate the same things just in a different place and yeah 30 pounds later yeah I feel like um this one is this way to boost your mental health is dependent on like what makes you feel good but also in limitations like feel like you can eat whatever you want to eat but Mm -hmm. if it's in like if it there's a limit to it like if you're overeating so I always look at serving sizes just because I can eat a whole box of Oreos but that's gonna be like too much so many calories you know Mm -hmm. and I haven't been I've been trying to not look at calories and trying to not like you know count them Mm -hmm. but I feel like they don't really tell us what is in our like food like or how much we're actually eating yeah so like For example, I buy Oreo thins. They are the best cookies ever. And I like them better than the regular Oreos just because I can eat four of them rather than just only two. You only eat two Oreos? That's the serving size. Oh my god. Exactly. You you wouldn't even know that. Exactly. Yeah. And people eat like a whole line of Oreos. Yeah. In one sitting. Yeah. (gasps) 
So that's why, like, for me, it's important for me. Because I know, like, I have a, like, growing up in a Hispanic family, they overfeed you so much. Mm -hmm. So, like, getting into adulthood, I feel like it was very hard for me, especially, like, coming out of college, like, collegiate sports. Because me eating, like, me overeating was fine because I was going to work it out the next day. But Mm -hmm. now me overeating isn't fine because I gained so much weight. And I was like, okay, I need to chill out. Like, I need to start, like, limiting my food, like, breaking down my food portions because like it was really getting to a lot like it was really bad right I'm like a foodie and that's my toxic trait I guess because I don't understand I mean I understand but like when people get depressed they're like oh I'm losing weight and I'm like how yeah because me if I'm depressed girl (laughs) I'm gonna eat one thing I'm gonna do is find the best meal that I can to try to make myself feel better. Like, I don't like going outside and, like, driving to places and hang out with people. But one thing I'm going to do is go get food. Yeah. I'll drive far for food. Gabby knows this. Like, no, literally she will. It's I'll, actually crazy. I'll drive, like, an hour and a half for some good food just because I know it's going to, like, makes my soul feel good, yeah. you know? And that's what I do when I'm not feeling myself or feeling depressed. Like, I'll be like, you know what? <laughs> Forget a budget. Forget <laughs> gas i'm going to get seafood right now i'm going to get this right now so it's like it's hard because well now it's not as hard just because like you know when i've been trying to maintain my mental health it's easier for me to make better decisions Mm -hmm. with eating but when i was not maintaining my mental health oh it it was crazy it was a wild time to be alive so yeah i feel like that goes to show like different people handle depression differently like Mm -hmm. Some people may stop eating. Some people may eat whatever's in front of them. But mm-hmm. um, finding that balance of making sure that your mental health is in check. So like she said, like making those decisions and mm-hmm. making sure they're the right ones at the right time kind of helps a lot. Yeah. And even I guess the point of this topic, the eat well topic, is the foods that you put into your body ultimately affect your mental health. Yeah. So sometimes I don't want to eat a salad or I don't want to eat veggies, but I know like after I'm going to feel so good, just Mm -hmm. like with exercising. Sometimes I don't want to get up and I don't want to go on the treadmill, but after I'm feeling like, wow, that was so needed and so great. And I didn't even know it until I actually did it. So eating well is just so important because it's your your fuel is that the disney channel your fuel for the day yeah food is fuel yeah food is fuel and also like even if you don't like healthy foods like veggies or like spinach okay for example spinach if you don't like spinach like throw that into a smoothie like so you can hide it in that smoothie and make making sure like you're making sure you're still getting your veggies but it's not tasting like actual veggies and if you don't like spinach smoothies throw the spinach in an omelet that's what i do omelet Throw that cheese on top. You can't even taste it, but you're still yeah. getting, like, the health and the nutrition from it. Yeah, some other good snacks would be, like, um, any kind of, like, nuts. So, like, walnuts, almonds, cashews, and peanuts. Those are kind of um, – those will help you re-energize as well. Mm-hmm. But um, the next topic would be make sleep a priority. And Amen. I think me and Bree do this too much. Like, Amen. I think we make sleep, like – if it's our priority, like, if we could have a highest priority other than the priority, this would be it. Yes. Yes. 
Like for real, it's so bad. I love Daniel sleep. gets mad at me with, for how much I sleep. Like for real. Really? Yes. Oh my god. He'll gosh. be like, no. Like he'll be like, you take a nap every day. Like what is wrong with you? Oh my gosh, my family always used to tell me that they're like, oh, she loves a nap. Oh, what are you doing napping? And I'm like, and if I right, am? like <laughs> I need a recharge. Like I need a boost, literally. And um, I feel like me going to bed at ten o'clock. Mm-hmm helps me so much the next day like I mean yes granted I'm still taking a nap the next day but also Mm -hmm. it's like I'm getting seven to eight hours of sleep a night so that kind of helps me a lot keeping that on schedule even if it's like 10 30 I feel like it helps right so for us we kind of oversleep sometimes yeah but it's really important to get enough sleep like especially with sports like in college I was not a lame-o because I don't think I was lame but like I was going to get sleep. Yeah. I would leave the function and be like, hey, guys, like, I'm no, super tired. <laughs> and I'm also the girl that had the blanket on the couch at the party mm-hmm. because I was tired. And I don't like when people, like, mess with my sleep schedule. So it's just really important because if I don't get sleep, like, right now I'm running off not a lot of sleep. Crazy enough, even though I sound, like, happy, I guess. Like, I'm so tired. Gabby came over around two. It was like two three. Yeah. And we literally took a nap. Like <laughs> we didn't speak. I opened the, door. opened the door and I went straight to the couch and I took a nap. Yeah. And then I went to my bed, closed my door, and was like, okay, see you later. Yeah. Because no, I couldn't have done this without at least like 30 minutes of sleep. Yeah. You know? I feel like it just it re-energizes us completely. Yeah. Yeah, so I think it it would help a lot, even especially if you're um, playing a sport in college. Mm -hmm. Uh, If you have time to like walk back to your dorm and take a nap, girl, you better go. Do it. It'll. I feel like it'll help you so much. Yeah, because also like the I guess like not getting sleep affects your mental health because you're wired at this point. You're not making clear decisions. Mm -hmm. And I think I've read something about how um, not getting enough sleep can be worse than drinking and driving as if you're, you didn't get enough sleep and now you're driving can be worse or the same as drinking and driving because you're not in the right state of mind at all. And there's no way to sober up from, not sleeping yeah unless you get sleep exactly unless you get sleep and now you're asleep at the wheel yeah and that is not something you want to do and so like if your mental health is struggling don't oversleep because that's something that i also do but you need to make sure that your sleep schedule is where it needs to be so that you know you can be the best you the next day yeah also like i've read about like truck drivers Oh, yeah. And how sometimes they'll, like, have, like, in their head, like, their mind, like, takes micro naps because mm. they don't get enough sleep. Yeah. So, like, they're, like, just out of it completely. I used to do, well, you should never, like, drive tired, but I really used to do that. And I had to, like, stop myself because I used to commute from school, remember? Yeah. And so we'd. I have to get there at like 5.30 for workouts at 6. Then I would go home because obviously, you know. It's too far. Then I go to class, class, all my classes, 
practice. And then after practice, I'd probably stay and hit or something. Then I would go back home, sleep, and then be back the next morning for class. So I would have like such a small amount of time to actually do sleep anything and recharge. Yeah. That whenever like the next day came around and I was driving home or that night, usually get home like 10, 10 30 after all that physical activity, girl, I'll be like, I might need to pull over. Like I would have to pull over multiple days just to like, yeah, take a quick nap because I was so tired. I don't like, I think about it now and I'm like, I don't know how my parents like did all of that with us when we were younger. My dad would, so my dad was going to school like part-time and then he had like a, a part-time job. Mm-hmm. And then straight from there, he would go to my practice and we'd be there for like three hours and then we'd go home and like, Mm-hmm. I just didn't like I don't understand how he did it like I think about it now I'm like dang like yeah they're being very selfless yeah you know? reason number 747 not to have kids right now <laughs> because no I like yeah. being selfish yeah um so number seven find purpose and meaning so I guess with this one it would be more of like engage in work that makes you feel good so like do things that make you feel good basically yeah um kind of going back to like the relaxation and like the staying active finding a hobby that those all tie into this as well Mm -hmm. but also I think finding ways to volunteer and help others Mm -hmm. um and in like help others in their lives as well I know we did like a a couple volunteer activities in college yeah um and and I think it helped it helped other people, honestly, I think. And um, I wish we did more, honestly. Yeah, definitely. I think we did like 30. Yeah, it wasn't that many. We were there for four four years, mm-hmm. and we only did three. So I honestly wish we did more. But if you have the chance to volunteer anywhere, um, please take that. And yeah. Yeah. Um, I think also finding purpose and meaning like kind of entails, I think we talked about it couple episodes ago maybe one episode ago that you can't root your worth in your sport so you have to have meaning outside of softball or volleyball tennis like who are you yeah who do you you want to be yeah like are you a leader on campus do you run an organization Mm -hmm. like I feel like those kind of give you a sense of meaning are you a treasurer on an organization yeah and not even like you don't have to even hold a position but like like be in a club yeah and that like brings you community too like just show up to a meeting have something to your name besides like softball player 400 batting average yeah you know yeah and I understand some people like they just want to focus on sports and you know that's good for them and I love that for them but sometimes it can be just draining for some people um to just lose yourself in your sport Mm -hmm. you know and then after you graduate, you're like, okay, now what? Yeah. You know? Oh, so what now? So what now? So what now? I cracked myself. Here we are. Yeah, here we are. Learn literally. From us. That's the point of this. Yeah. But I guess the last one, our last point on eight ways to boost your mental health would be get help if you need it. Mm-hmm. So whether that's reaching out to a friend, family, um, like a national organization, anyone that you feel comfortable enough to reach out to, 
um, you definitely need to do that. In the description, we're going to link some resources that you can reach out to or um, copy and paste into your browser to get the resources that you may need because everybody goes through it. And if you are at the point where you truly, truly need help and you identify it, don't try to go through it alone. Yeah. Never try to go through it alone. There are so many people that care about you, that love you, even though it doesn't seem like it sometimes. Like, truly, somebody cares. Mm -hmm. And if you don't think anybody cares, DM us. Yeah. DM us on Instagram. We care. Yeah, we'll reply. I haven't, like, we don't really get any DMs right now. But if you DM us, yeah, we're gonna answer. Yeah, we're gonna look out for y'all. We're Click gonna make fast. sure you were we're gonna make sure you're getting the resources you need in order to um emotionally and mentally get better. Yeah. Day by day. It will take some time, but if you put in the work that you if you put in the work, it'll the reward will come. Right. And definitely also just I guess a disclaimer, if it is an emergency. Yeah. And it's an emergency situation. You feel like you're going to harm yourself or others. Do not DM us. Call 911. Call 911 and talk to them and, um, you know, get some mental health help through that emergency service. Yeah. We'll also put in some crisis um, phone lines as well. Yeah. Phone numbers on there. Um, just in case you need those suicide lines, depression lines, any any kind of crisis line they have out there. We'll um, research it and find that for y'all. Yes. And use them if you need them. Come back to this. But again, just remember that you are not alone and everyone deserves help. Yeah. Everyone deserves help. But thank you guys for listening. We hope that this um, helps you in your journey to finding your better self. Yes. Thank you for joining us. And um, we can't wait to see y'all next week. Bye. Bye. I hope y'all join us and learn something from our podcast because we know we'll be learning a lot from y'all too. Give us a follow at So What Now Podcast on Instagram for weekly positive posts to change up your feed and we'll talk to you soon.